just became a raven. Your art matters. It's what got me here. Hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast. I'm Simon and tonight I'm wearing a turtleneck. <laughs> yeah. and, I, and I love One Tree Hill. And I'm Dom. I'm not wearing a turtleneck, but I have mentioned Simon's turtleneck. And I've seen 101 episodes of One Tree Hill. And tonight's episode for debate is Season 5, Episode 13, Echoes, Silence, Patience and Grace. I'm Drew Barrymore and you're listening to The Ravens Podcast with Simon and Dom. So hello and welcome to The Ravens, a One Tree Hill podcast, where it is always 10.30 at night, so it's time to grab the snacks from the sweet cupboard, move on upstairs and settle in, as tonight's episode for debate is Season 5, Episode 13, Echoes, Echoes, Silence, Patience, and Grace. I couldn't think of ones for Patience and Grace. Dom, we're here. What the fuck is up? What's happening? We're doing a Ravens episode, just you and me. <laughs> yee, yee, that doesn't happen often. Yeah, I'm good though. How are you? How are you, Turtleneck? <laughs> well, I tell you what, my neck is warm. It looks, it looks, it looks, it looks nice. It, looks, it suits you, but it it does look like you've just opened an art gallery. I'm gonna say that. I've been saying that F. It looks like I've just come off of the slopes. You know, now. <laughs> yeah. I'll, Hot chocolate and some marshmallows by a fire in a log cabin. What does it say around the around your rim? It's, it says Polo Sport. It's a Ralphie. It's Ralph Lauren. Uh, Ralph one. Lauren. They say in America, I think they say Ralph Lauren, and we say Ralph Lauren. It's because it's a French company. Well, it's a French. Well, it's not French. It's a French name, isn't it? it should be Lauren, surely. Is there an accent on the yeah. E? Lorraine. No, well, it's American, isn't it? Lorraine. Uh, <laughs> Why are we just throwing that extra bit on? Are you Googling I'm it? I'm going to see if he's got an accent on his E. Or on Google, we don't, is there not the pronoun? It says it for you. It's Ralph Lauren. In my eyes. Right, no. so why do... Is it just me that says Ralph Lauren? Or does, no, no. Is everyone, that a British thing? Everyone says Ralph Lauren. Okay. Oh, have I told you... Have I told you the story about how... Do you remember... Do you remember the flat that me and F used to live in? The like, it was a ground. Is that you? What is this a picture of? Yeah, it's just me. It's the Ralph Lauren website. <laughs> There's that's good for a podcast, an audio-based podcast. The the uh, Don't worry about that. Do you remember the ground floor flat that me and F used to live in? It had like its own front door. So I used to say it was like a bungalow with neighbours above. Yeah, but uh, you didn't. You know, in most flats you have to go into the building and then go into your front door this was kind of different it had a pathway to the front door on the side of the building um and this plays in right so there was it wasn't in the nicest part of town where these flats were it wasn't terrible but it wasn't the nicest part there was a murder down the road once you know these things happen unfortunately um but there was a there was two teenagers 
And one had a very big dog. Like, I'm not sure on the breed, but, like, a dog that was scary. Right. You know, a dog that had didn't have, like, a lead on. Like, for Luna, I have, like, a flexi lead, you know? And it's all... This is sort of dog that had, like, a chain. You know, something that you would lock up a motorbike with, you know? It was... <laughs> was it, like, a Rottweiler? Yeah, something like that. It was, like, massive, very scary. Yeah. And, like, obviously mistreated. Because, you know, dogs are how they are treated you know that's then it was obviously being mistreated and to be aggressive and this person who i'm guessing maybe this was like a drug thing or i don't know was setting the dog on this kid and i mean like properly like the kid was you know you know when you can see someone that is literally shit scared Mm. like terrified like on the verge of tears and i'm like looking out the window being like what the fuck this crazy shit you know to f because everyone can hear the dog and you could see it like because it's in front of a apartment building like you could sort of almost hear everyone had gone to their windows to be like what the fuck is going on and i'm thinking we'll say nothing you know just peer through the window um and this kid is the dog is like gonna get this kid and the the woman i think it was like a woman that had the dog let's go with the lead and so the dog starts going crazy and is chasing this kid around but the kid's maybe like 15 14 15 and Ethany out of nowhere just opens the window and just goes in typical British fashion oi <laughs> you know like <laughs> like and she goes to the kid she's like get in here you know, fucking get in here like because this kid's gonna like die yeah. he runs through our front door and I'm thinking what are you doing <laughs> and invite the ca- <laughs> I was watching I was watching this Luna, Luna come in <laughs> this is this predates oh, Luna this no. is like this is like maybe 10 years ago if not longer and uh, so this kid comes in and Ethany then closes the, the window that she had just shouted at. As she closes the window, the dog jumps oh. up as if it's trying to get into the window. She just, like, slams it closed, like, fucking hell. Uh, and then the kid is, like, all upset, all upset. And he had a Ralph Lauren shirt on, like a polo shirt. Mm. And he was like, oh, oh, oh. And the dog had, like, bitten or ripped some of his shirt. And he was like... Oh, my Ralphie. My Ralphie. <laughs> and then he goes, it, then, then to make it perfect, he goes, oh, it's real as well. <laughs> so from then onwards, me and F always refer to anything Ralph Lauren as my Ralphie. Oh, Ralphie. <laughs> and so then I'm like, we wait for the dog and the person to go. And I like give him, I give him a lift. I was like, do you want me to, take you home or whatever so i gave him a lift to his grandma's house um and that was it was the end of the story but what came out of it was my ralphie (laughs) that's mental what a crazy story yeah so you got i've never is this new then i've not seen you wear this before (laughs) oh back to the polo yeah if you just avoided wearing it because you know i'll comment i knew you would comment of course um I bought a Ralphie a Ralphie jumper which had this but like on this chest. Yeah. Like the polo sport thing. 
and then I put it in my basket online, of course. And then it comes, you know, sometimes it comes up with, oh, if you like this, you might like this from the same line. And it came up with a little polo, uh, like, no, sorry, a little uh, turtleneck. And I was like, you're, maybe it's time. You're a, <laughs> you're and a so I added it to the basket. retailer's dream, aren't you? Just like, <laughs> his, did you, did you like, you obviously like what you've picked. Maybe you're like this, and you're just like yes, and you're just gonna keep fucking clicking, yeah, <laughs> yeah, pretty much, pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, so that's happening. Uh, my teeth are almost finished, which is great news. It's, like, as in, this is the first podcast like I've done. Building <laughs> teeth, this, this teeth, is a- teeth almost finished. Yeah, fucking plumbers in there, builders. Builders just left, so yeah, got got carpet coming soon. It's just like fucking hell. <laughs> we've done, we've talked, we've we've already done carpet. We've done our, we've done our manscaping commercials. <laughs> <laughs> but the uh, this is the first podcast in maybe like eight or nine months that I've done without uh, the trays in, without the Invisalign. mouth guards in, <laughs> yeah, the Invisalign's in. So yeah, that's cool. But it's like it feels so much cleaner to talk. So I know people probably don't get the difference. And I'm also, I'm not very well. But the reason why, and I know people are thinking, God, is this guy ever well? What's wrong with him? <laughs> and you know what it is? It's like I go too fucking hard. Like I can't help it. I go hard at work. I go hard as with everything, all right? I've just... Have you seen that thing with this... This guy on YouTube, you will, I think you already like it. He just goes up to people and just goes, don't ever disrespect me, and then disrespects them. And you're like, don't ever disrespect me looking like Waldo from Where's Waldo. And they're, like, <laughs> but they're just random people. And he just, but he has this one where someone's like, he has two puppies. And he's a different guy, but the same channel. And he's like, hey, you see these two dogs in your mama's yard? No upstairs, I'm going hard. Oh my God. <laughs> you are ridiculous but, aren't you but because i've been doing the teeth whitening which now i see them on zoom i think that it's i think it's working um but i've been overusing it and so i think i've been swallowing some of the whitening gel at night and it's given me a sore throat oh gosh or the back of my throat must be immaculately white i think this is the <laughs> it's the cost of beauty isn't it this is the price you pay for trying to be beautiful. It's not that. Did I tell you why I was doing this with the teeth? Is it because you want to be beautiful? No. It's because what I've noticed is that when people start getting older, a big sign of how someone takes care of themselves is the state that their teeth get in. Mm-hmm. Because I think your teeth withhold a lot of abuse from, you know, coke and... I'm talking about Coca-Cola, Coca-Cola and, you know, the bad foods and fruit juice and all the things, right? But then when you get to, like, your mid-30s, and if you can tell when people haven't been looking after their teeth because they look like they've been on meth. And so it's like... And so I think it's a good show that if you've got a good mouth of teeth, that they don't have to be immaculately white or anything, but if they just like, okay, this guy looks after his teeth... You just think, okay, this guy's all right. He's normal. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. How important... You've got good teeth. How important are teeth to you? Um, I'd be sad if I had any missing. 
Would so, you, if you had one missing, say it got knocked out in football or something, likely with the way that you play, you know, but that it'd, it'd be them getting the tooth knocked out, mate, not me. Would you, would you have a, you'd get the gap filled, oh, but yeah. you'd get a fake tooth put in? Yeah, I think so, yeah. Now, what if that tooth is super white and this sort of shows up the other teeth? Would you then get them whitened so that they all match? Maybe. Want yeah, a little whitening set for Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> Can never hurt. Go on then. Nice little surprise. Would you do it? If I bought you one, would you do it? Yeah. It takes four weeks. You just wear them on and not, you just put the trays in at night. Yeah, go on then. I'll do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Excellent. I got out of the... Do you, want a tur- do you want a turtleneck? I got out of the feet thing. <laughs> what feet thing? You, you, do you remember you were going to make me go and get a pedicure? Oh, yeah, pedicure. I've got out well, we could do it together in Liverpool before we see Chad. <laughs> I don't think that's a good Celebrate. idea. Celebrate. After we get the Chad interview, we're let's just... go get a Manny Peddy together. No, we're driving straight home. And then get our teeth whitened together. <laughs> I'll wear the trays as I'm driving. <laughs> Who's driving? Do you want you a neck? You said you were driving. Okay, cool. Cause... I don't mind driving. I don't mind driving. No, I'm, I'm happy to drive, but you seem unsure with me driving. Like, you don't trust me. <laughs> No, I do. You drove us to Nando's in uh, London. Oh, yeah. I knew the way there, though. <laughs> it's just motorway, though. I know, yeah. <laughs> Have you ever been, you've been to Liverpool before? Yeah, F and I... Uh, coincidentally, the like week before we moved into this house, and I say coincidentally because, you know, touch wood, we're moving soon. We uh, we went to the Netball World Cup, which was in Liverpool. Oh, cool. Um, it was really good. I actually think it's the same venue that we're going to. Oh, is it? Oh, okay. Like the same like arena thing. You'll have to give me details. I have no idea. <laughs> I've been to Liverpool, oh, it's but good. Only, like only in the. Well, I say only in the, but I've gone all around Liverpool before. You a hundred a hundred percent went to the Beatles statues. I went to the museum, and I, I did loads of stuff. I did a, a Beatles tour as well. Mm-hmm. That was good. Did you see the Scylla Black statue, though? No. Well, we, then after we've seen Chad, let's go see Scylla. Tell me that Scylla wasn't part, part of your childhood blind date. Of course. We're lit, literally only only Tessa is following this thread right now. <laughs> or Liz. Or Liz. Sorry, Liz, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I reckon Liz. I reckon Liz liked blind date. Do you remember Surprise, Surprise? Of course. Surprise, surprise. Oh, welcome. <laughs> Crazy lady. Blind day. So what's the, who would be the American version of blind, of Scylla Black, sorry? Uh, oh, what's a good... It's a great question. The only person that's coming to my head is like Martha Stewart, but that's, she's like a cook, isn't she? Well, Scylla Black was a TV host. She hosted Blind Date, which was... There must have been blind date in America, yeah. um, but there, it was. She was like a staple of British television um, in like the nineties and before. I mean, in the and in it, the sixties, yeah. she was a singer. That was that was her. That's where she started. She was a singer, and um, yeah, just kind of as her career progressed, she then went into TV and did surprise, surprise, and blind date. I don't really remember oh. her doing anything else, like Jeremy. What Peter. was that? 
what is her accent? Is it Liverpool? Yeah, she's from Liverpool. Yeah, 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 yeah. Which, um, and she was her real name, wasn't it? Her real name, Scylla White, but her stage name was Scylla Black. Am I making that up? No, I think so. Unless it's like a urban legend, but I think that was right. But yeah, so there's a statue of her in Liverpool is the reason that I bring it up. Was the statue Dom, put up I? after she died? Because I went before she died. Oh, I don't know. Oh, I We saw it in 2019, and then... But I also did some stuff there with the Special Olympics um, in, like, 2018. So it might, oh. have been, it might have seen it then. Yeah, yeah it's, well, like, it's well after she died, and I went well before, so... Okay. There you go. Well, and we're going again. We're going again. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. Good quality time with you is always a good thing. Well, what I want to speak about, Dom, have you seen this? And if you haven't, I'm very interested to see how you're going to feel about it. Mm. On Netflix, coming tomorrow, you ready for this? Is a new comedy called Blockbuster, which is set in a blockbuster <laughs> and it's one of the last remaining blockbusters in the world it's official like block it's got all the blockbuster licensing it's called blockbuster in the same font and they're holding uh like blockbuster video you know it's all the proper they're obviously involved or partnering with it um and i mean obviously there's no trailer for it but the reason i'm bringing this up for our listeners that don't know is that dom and i like 10 years ago if not longer more than that i think Oh, longer, because it was before I'd met Ephany. Yes, maybe even like 15 years ago, wrote a screenplay for a, uh, like a sitcom kind of uh, pilot called Dropbox, and it was set in Blockbuster, because I used to work in Blockbuster when I was a student. And it's basically this exact idea, and it's about to be a huge thing on Netflix, which is basically, that is supposed to be us. (laughs) like not in it we were gonna we were writing it but how does it make you feel i mean i'm surprised it's taken this long to be honest for someone to do you not think that that's our idea like if we'd pitched it to the right person that could have been our thing we could have been selling stuff to netflix (sighs) going to all the netflix parties with the stranger things cast and crew well so here's my idea, okay? I think now that that's a thing, obviously <laughs> Sue. <laughs> no, not that we were ever going to do anything with it. Um but we did did some rewrites recently. What if we we do a read through for our podcast channel of our pilot, like as in we just we read it out not now but like as a as a whole separate episode so that what we did create actually gets to fruition in like it's like an audio book but we just read read it out and i thought we could even cast people to play the characters like we could some of our ravens if you'd be interested in getting involved ravens we could have a a list of the characters and we could cast people dom you would you have to be you have to be... I've forgotten what the character's name is, but the Welsh boy. <laughs> I can't remember. Is it, is it? He wasn't Chris, Chris. Was it? 
Oh, Chris, Chris, Chris. <laughs> yeah, you have to be him because you do the accent so perfectly. I thought maybe I could be the narrator, you know, that does like the uh, uh, what's what do you call it? The stage yeah, directions or stage directions? Yeah, and we could have pe- we could cast people, and we could make it like a a little production thing that we. It would only be like twenty minutes or something, but or. Or if people really want to do it and really want to join, they have to get us five ratings and prove it, and they can be in it. To be to have okay, so you thought <laughs> was being too generous with giving people Just, a piece of the Dropbox? Of course. <laughs> okay. Well, what would okay? Well, granted, some people get out. the ratings. We'll let we'll people, get the details. People will just message us about it. You know, in the week when they well, once they've heard this, they'll be like all over it, and then we'll put something in our Discord. And if you want to be in the Discord, you got to sign up. <laughs> I, a, I also I do line up. I do think we're going to struggle because if memory serves, it's an all male cast, isn't it? Uh, well, there's Maria that is only ever on the phone, where we never hear her voice or see her, and there's the one, there's the the. The, Steve. the woman that comes in with the the guy who kind oh, of yes. makes an offer to buy the place. That's right. That's right. That's, that's right. It. But we can we can mix it up. Yeah, we'll just change. Have to change some of the characters. We've got Sam, no, to, Josh, they, they can Dan. Still be, women can play men. Men can play women. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Yeah. 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 Okay. Good. So. <laughs> <laughs> good then we'll we'll get some details ironed out and we'll put a a casting call out there might be auditions oh if... like <laughs> no we wouldn't <laughs> i would <laughs> <laughs> we wouldn't do audition. dom just wants to relish in the opportunity of saying no to someone but also the opportunity to say okay can you do it in a you know with a german accent now you know we don't need yeah. the german accent but i just want to see if you can do it a, a deeper voice now. Deeper. Now, deeper. Now deeper higher. still. <laughs> yeah. uh, could you um, sit upside down in the chair and just go through the lines again? Thanks. Yeah. Don't look at me while you say the lines. Look down. <laughs> look at your shoes. Look at my shoes. Oh, <laughs> look at my polo neck. <laughs> <laughs> it's my Ralphie. It's real. <laughs> well. So there's that. Okay, so we'll come back to that. But you like the idea? We could finally bring Dropbox to life in podcast audio form and let it live on our platform. Why not? Let's give it a go. Let's do that. I think we, up, we updated some of the, the the lines in it, didn't we? Yeah, we made it more... 2022 more, uh, than... yeah. Not that it was like dated for any bad references, but we had things. We had references about like Nicolas Cage in there and stuff about having like his career had died, but his career's researched now. You know, there's he's back. Yeah, he's back. What? Right, Dom. Another thing you just brought up, just uh, in conversation, we were talking about people's perceptions, right, and how how we perceive people and. Uh, you know like if you listen to a podcast or you watch football punditry you know gary neville let's say you might have an opinion on you think oh gary talks too much or gary's too soft on this or on this that and the other blah 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 blah. Mm -hmm. what do you think people think about us 
Like, what do you think people think? Do you think they think Simon talks too much, uh, you know, tells too many stories, is a man-child, uh, Dom's got no emotions, he doesn't actually really like One Tree Hill, uh, you know? <laughs> what do you think What do you think people think about us? I, I, think, I think people like us. They wouldn't listen if they didn't. I think we're fairly likable people but also all of the things that you just mentioned. <laughs> I don't know. I think... do, you th- do you think I talk too much? No, because you, you're like hosting this fucking thing. So what's wrong with that? Well, I think Ephany walked past the other day. She said she walked past the room like this where I'm recording and she was like, why are you talking all the time? She's like, there are other people on there, right? And I was like, yeah, but I'm kind of like, I'm sharing the conversation around. And she was like, yeah, but why can I only hear you talking? Airpods. You don't understand it. It's <laughs> <laughs> my Ralphie. But it's interesting because uh, I guess we'll never really know. Unless you write us a review. <laughs> Five stars only. Yeah. Yeah, well, and speaking of which, we have some new ravens. Really? Yes. Interesting. We also we've also had some drop offs. Anyone we know? Yeah. <laughs> Few. Really. Yeah, a few. A few have gone recently. I don't know if it's like because we put a full stop on our drama queen thoughts, or I don't know. I also we've varied our content a lot more. Like we made a conscious decision to not just be the Ravens One Tree Hill mm-hmm. with the Ravens movie and TV shows. So we're covering a wider spectrum of things, uh, which is great. But I guess maybe some of our core audience that are just here for One Tree Hill might be like, well, you're, you're diluting my oh, fluids okay. with other things. <laughs> but hopefully other people will be like, well, you've given us more variety. But uh, Can I can I have a name? Even if you put it in the chat. Well, or all of the names. this was the one that surprised me. Uh. But yeah, a couple others, but not ones as notable. It's funny, that doesn't surprise me. Well, I don't. I mean, I don't know. Do I? I only <laughs> spoke a couple of times, but it doesn't surprise me. But it's fine. <laughs> okay. Well, we've got we've we've got a couple. We've got some new some new blood, and that's all we care about, to be honest. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> as long as the check's clear, yeah. let's go. <laughs> so, coming in at junior varsity, JV. You have to start somewhere. <laughs> you have started. You started in, can we say it? The greatest club of all time. Look up at the rafters. Banners. Championships. History. Shirts on the wall of all the heroes that you're going to emulate. You're going to become one of those heroes. You're JV now. But don't worry. You'll be Hall of Famer soon. Just up your pledge. <laughs> <laughs> and you can be there. But don't look too directly at the shirts on the wall. 
because they are made of dazzle cloth <laughs> and they'll dazzle your fucking eyes out i tell you shine you to death you know they say there's an eclipse don't look directly into the sun that's dazzle cloth baby I'm talking about Rachel. He's broken. Rachel, <laughs> you've broken Dom. You've no, broken him. No, because do you know why? Do you know why we need the recruits? JV needs you. And do you know what? You're the perfect player. And you know what? In addition to that, Rachel, you just became a raven. Oh, a lot, of, a lot of spice on that one. I liked it. Now, Rachel deserves it. She fucking tries hard. She's a she's a she's a go getter. She wants to win every fucking game. Well done, Rachel. <laughs> she's she's up there on attack, but she's running back on defense. Defense wins games, and Rachel knows that. It's embedded. Hundred percent. MVP now. Someone that's not as committed. <laughs> she committed for a bit. She's an in and out. She's a I'm a sign up at varsity, but the next day I'm a I'm a go back to pigeon status. Now, we're not here to judge, but we will call you out on it. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna enter you as a raven and then Dom I'm going to need you to take that Raven status back. I'm talking, we're going to give a shirt, wear it for the night, but then that dazzle cloth's coming back home. Do you want to be a Nathan Scott or do you want to be a Lucas Scott? This is the difference. Are you going to be playing basketball at high school or are you going to be sitting on the sidelines having a little cry because you've got a heart problem? Oh, God. (laughs) Are you... Are you under the dazzling lights in the Whitey Durham Fieldhouse Court or you're at the River Court with the rest of the scum? Crying with Junk and Fergie. (laughs) Mouth is calling your games on the sideline. He's got a microphone that wires into nothing. (laughs) It's just plugged into his pocket. He's literally (laughs) just put the cable in his pocket. He has no, he has no recording equipment or experience. In fact, the microphone isn't a microphone, is it? It's just a coffee cup. <laughs> it, it, it's the you know when you finish the toilet roll, he has a little bit of cardboard. Yeah, it's that. But he uses the same one over and over again, and so it's just like black. old and soggy. Yeah, it's yeah. just the guys give him shit about it, and it's plugged into the lint in his pocket. <laughs> Anyway, coming in at Varsity for a day, Amy. Amy? Oh, my God. Amy? (laughs) You just became a raven. And now? But Amy. (laughs) Amy. I'm so sorry to have to do this, Amy. For you and for me. You are no longer a raven. And you have returned to pigeon status good luck to you Amy you're off the team <laughs> you cut you think you cut us we cut you we cut you Dante is coming for you oh god <laughs> watch out for cars no. <laughs> <laughs> hope he drives into a skip <laughs> Amy we appreciate you thank you um, yeah thank you we do appreciate it but then Dom 
There is one more. No. Yeah, there's one more. And I'm talking about Hall. The Hall of Motherfucking Fame. <sighs> Michael Jordan. Charles Barkley. Kobe Bryant. Larry Bird. Soon, not retired yet. LeBron James. I'm talking the goats of the game. You met her recently. It's MJ. We were talking about names on the wall. Rachel, I hope you're listening because this is important and this is this is this is for you as well. Maybe you can consider listening, but I'm not sure yet. I'm I'm undecided on you at the moment. No, I appreciate you. We're talking about names on the wall, jerseys on the wall, and the greats are up yeah. there. And you know whose name is up there? It's MJ. And you know why MJ's name is up there? Because MJ, why? you just became a raven. <laughs> not only that, check out her Instagram, filming locations, Wilm. It's the shit. It's got, like as in shit being good. It's the shit. It's not shit. It's the shit. And it's got all the filming locations. One Tree Hill, Dawson's Creek, movies that were filmed in Wilmington. It's super dope. So go check that out. Are we ever going to come across a location that I haven't come across yet? Are we ever going to come across? Oh, yeah, as in can you follow it? Yes. Yeah, no, not yet. I'm oh. sorry, because there will be stuff. Like, so sad. Stuff. I'm not allowed to follow anything. I'm not allowed to look at anything. <sighs> I'm glad you don't You don't follow Paul yet, do you? Uh, I don't know. I we look? discussed it, but he posted something on his story uh, like yesterday or the day before, and I was like, fuck, I hope Dom doesn't see this, because it was like a massive One Tree Hill spoiler. Uh... Uh, 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 uh. Paul Johansson, where are you? <laughs> Paul Johansson. I do follow Friend him, but luckily show. I don't look at his story. Just don't click ah, his stories. I've got him muted, that's why. Oh, perfect. You can't perfect. see. I'm going to, we need to, let's look at it. Yeah. He's muted. muted so I, I follow Good. him. Uh, but I can't see any of his stuff because he doesn't come up for me because he's muted. Good. So there you That's go. perfect. That's perfect. Well, welcome, New Ravens. Appreciate you. Thank you. And we also need to quickly promote... Well, quickly, we'll take our time, do all we want. <laughs> we, <laughs> we just recorded and released our Halloween special podcast episode for the year which was what dom scream 2 with sarah and jay which was really fun so we we did scream the first scream in april of this year which was great with sarah introduced by drew barrymore thank you drew and then and then for Halloween, we did Scream 2. Really fun. It was a really fun episode. I really enjoyed doing that one. Yeah, it was really good. It was good to watch it. And um, I spoke to someone at work about it, and they said they're going to they're gonna go and re-watch the film. Then they also asked about um, where they can watch it, so streaming platforms. And I recommended they use a particular website that I might use to watch things on. 
and oh, one of our one of our very dedicated ravens asked something similar recently they said they wanted to listen to our scream 2 episode uh, but they wanted to watch it beforehand and they said is it what what platform is it on or do they need to watch you know go to the special site that was uh, gifted to them by me and i recommended the special site watch anything on there anything you want Right, and this is missing a they're missing a trick aren't they not having it on netflix or wherever it's miramax so i'd maybe they aren't owned by disney yet i guess well what's really annoying is yeah probably what's really annoying is that scream 3 is on prime and 4 but 1 and 2 aren't it is annoying so that's good though i was upset well that's good for when we cover scream three and four and speaking of other things we're covering so dom and i have a new rule it's a one we call it the one in four so every fourth episode every fourth what we as people know we record these on a wednesday night do the watch along straight after and but now every fourth wednesday we're going to record something different so whether that be a movie or doing like a see talk do one podcast episode talking about a season of stranger things or whatever else we're going to cover at the next what for our next one in four dom is going to be doing his ultimate ravens episodes doing three in a night right yeah we're gonna go for it we're gonna absolutely go for it it's harrison ed and chuck are so what are those what are the shows so we've got the boys uh succession and i always forget the name but i i have been watching it chuck don't worry um what is it let me just double check because he sent it to me strangers with candy that's what it's called is what i'm watching Dope. so yes i am I'm, I'm done with season one of strangers with candy but i have watched all of the boys and i've watched all of succession so good to go with those and i will have strangers with candy done in no time working my way through it and so as long as those ravens are happy for those episodes to be released publicly because they do have the option to just record it and just have it as their exclusive file but if people want it shared publicly then we'll edit them i'll edit them as three separate episodes and then we'll stagger them to like you know one a week over the podcast feed so it'd be cool it's really cool i'm looking forward to listening as a listener and then i've got to organize uh veronica mars as well with our uh, with LDG well, it's so cool to have all this like different content on our feed I think it's I think people miss a trick with doing this like having one podcast feed with all different I mean it's all within the realms of movies and TV but I think dare I say it's great I <laughs> I always think if I came across our podcast feed it would just make my day because the content <laughs> like Mighty Ducks Little Giants uh what's the other one three ninjas you know the interviews one tree hill then like you know all of the other things dawson's creek all these other things it's like and obviously it's tailor-made for the stuff that i like because i like bully you into doing the things that i want <laughs> so if there were like 20 million versions of you in the world that would be that would be useful wouldn't it i've I think the world would be better. <laughs> would it? I, I don't be know. A significant improvement in the world, 
I think. There'd, there'd be a shortage of blue Doritos. That would be something we'd have to worry about. I think so, yeah. <laughs> what and about? A lot, of plum- a lot of plumbing would have You'd get so many FaceTimes. Oh my god! I just I'd, you yeah, could I, have like I wouldn't have ten a phone, of me. and I'd live in a forest where you and I wouldn't tell you where. <laughs> there would be like ten of me that would all want to be your friend. There's like ten of me around your local area. Oh like, Dom, 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 Dom. Let's do a podcast. Do a podcast. Do a podcast. What would you do if I did? If I did? If I did ten podcasts? So I did nine additional podcasts with other versions of. Oh, yeah. I'd love it because I just get to li- I just get to listen to your just, wonder. And I'd just me. I think Dom's fun. a bit Dom, totally Dom, Dom's, I feel like Dom's a bit annoying, but the other guy's great. <laughs> <laughs> I really like his one tone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. And I love that laugh, that non-existing laugh. It's just, it's just air. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, monotone. Mm-hmm. Very. I maybe I'm the squeaky voice that people, you know, of you know the squeaky voice podcast. Oh yeah. There's another pod. There's another podcast that Dom despises. That's <laughs> and says there's a one of the hosts has a voice that squeaky. Right, but maybe to some people they're like, oh, I can't listen to the Ravens. That one guy's voice is so flat. Like it sounds like he's dead. It, I I think it adds character, if anything. To, to I think my, my voice, I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think my voice matches the temperature of your soul. Yes, I think they should swap. You should have yeah. my voice, and I should have yours. Or yeah. or you just have my disdain and misery, and I'll have your happiness and light. Okay. That works. That yeah, that works. Yeah, Let's do about a podcast about anything and everything. <laughs> <laughs> we pretty much do. Yeah. We pretty much do. Oh. You know, when I was a kid, I used to, I used to, Randolph, I used to get shit from people about having like a girl's voice. This was like my thing. I used to like people would call the house phone when we had house phones. And I'd pick up, and people would think I was a girl. And this oh. was like the thing was I. And I remember being, you know, like bantered. I'm gonna call it bullied, but bantered about having like a high pitched voice. And then I don't know what happened. I mean, my voice. I think my voice is quite distinctive in terms of I could people. If I say hello, people usually know. I. Do you know what I mean? Well, maybe everyone's voice is distinctive. Um, but yeah, I. I my voice isn't particularly like deep now but it just i don't know what happened it got to a point at some point it just went super flat and yeah it's not deep is it what would you say on a scale on a scale of one to ten ten being deep like michael madsen now and one being like pinocchio where do you say <laughs> it's at and where would you put yours at uh, I think you're a seven. Oh, so you think it is quite deep? Yeah, I think so. I'm probably a four or five. Well, my voice is deeper than yours. Yeah, I think so. Much deeper. Oh, wow. Especially when I'm going, yeah. much deeper. <laughs> <laughs> okay, interesting. Interesting. 
you have a good voice though like as in your voice projects well but like when you were in plays and things i came and watched you at like years ago you had you've got very good projection like you could hit the back of the room i try i do my best but did they train you to do that like when you were doing like your drama and stuff or natural talent (laughs) yeah just natural talent not they really. Do that. They? They, no, they not really. You, you just know that you've got to be clear. Just yeah, just be clear, but don't scream it. <laughs> Stop shouting. Yeah. Yeah. Just, just used to it, I guess. Don't. Okay. Well, then the final thing, I guess, is we have um, we have Chad coming up. It's really close. Really close. There's so many people at the Comic Con. Like, so many people from Stranger Things are going to be there. That dude from season, the last season, Jason, he gets, like, split in half at the end. Like, the jock that's kind of... He's not really a bad guy, is he? Like, he he thinks he's doing it... He thinks that they're part of, like, sated worshippers and stuff. I'm with you now. Yeah. Spoiler alert, by the way. Oh, sorry. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, guys. Uh... Yeah, he he's going to be there. Oh, cool. Um, and yeah, loads of other people like from oh, they're like the Russian guy. Um, yeah, the prisoner and he's in Game uh, of Thrones as well. The scientist, the sign, the teacher, Mister Clark. Oh, he's going to be there, is he? He's going to be there. Uh, he doesn't have as many followers on Instagram as as the rest. You know, I was tempted to message him to see if he would be interested in joining us but maybe we should just go up and ask him well right i'm gonna get the list up because maybe we should uh yeah maybe we have an option of trying to get a few different people like we should maybe just try our luck a little bit like if someone's not got anyone at their table maybe we should just be like hey uh can we just get a couple words for our podcast why not i mean what do you think do you think that's trying the luck too much or just being like oh hey massive really big fan like, if they're literally, there's no one there, just be like, hey, could we just uh, let's ask you a quick question for our podcast? I, I don't see why not, but if it's a huge event and it's really busy, it might be difficult to to get anything from them. Like, when they're, when they're smaller events and for, like, one specific program, then it, it kind of makes sense. It'll be quite easy to, to get that. But if if it's for, like, a multitude of things with loads of different people, then it might be quite difficult. Yeah, fair Okay, well, we just have it up here now. So we've got Ian Summerhowder, who's from Vampire Vampire Diaries, but he's also in Lost. And Paul Wesley, who's like the other dude from Vampire Diaries. All these people that I don't know who they are. Stop me if you know any of these people, Dom. (laughs) There's Gatton or Gaten, Dustin from Stranger Things. Mm -hmm. Uh, We've got, yeah, the the Russian guy. That's the kid from Stranger Things as well. Raphael yeah. Luce? Luce? Yeah. Uh, uh, I think the... Are these guys from Stranger Things as well, maybe? We have Cobra Kai. We've got Miguel. Yeah. That's dope. Uh, Mary Mauser, Tanner. Moon. All the Cobra Kai people. <laughs> That's super cool. She's from Cobra Kai. Stingray. Charlie Hunan, Human? Hunan, Sons of Anarchy. He's in uh, 
Green Street as well. So I'm going to just go up to him and talk to him about, you know, the greatest film he's ever made. Because it's about the irons. <laughs> uh, these people. She's from Taryn Manning, who's from, she was in 8 Mile and Orange is the New Black. Chad Michael Watt. Money! <laughs> it's Paul Anderson from uh, Peaky Blinders as well, is there? That's nice. who that middle guy is. These well, are the, the Twilight people. Twilight people, yeah. Let's just keep scrolling. That's uh, Gus Fring from Breaking Bad. Yeah. Oh, James yeah. Masters from Buffy. Oh, okay. See, look, if you can get a quick word with someone like him, they'll yeah. throw the Buffy stuff out. I think they're from the Goonies. Do you remember, uh, is it is it Robert, go up a bit. Robert Davy is in Die Hard. What? As who? He's one of the agents in the helicopter. No way. The one that's like, this is like Saigon. Yeah. No way. Yeah, yeah. that is him. He says, I was in what? junior high, you dickhead. The other guy says, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no that's way. Him. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I recognize him now. Yeah, that's him. Johnson and Johnson, no relation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No way, that's cool. Yeah, and then last but not least, Mara Wilson, of course, Mrs. Doubtfire, Matilda. Yeah, I'm gonna blank else. her like she blanked me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking. Uh, yeah. So, what do you reckon? Who could? So we got to try and Robert Davy. I want him. Yeah. For uh, Die Hard. <laughs> yeah. You want James Masters for Buffy. Yeah. Mm, not bothered not bothered Chad Michael Money is why we're there what's really funny is that Chad Michael Money is going to be so set in your brain that you're going to say that to him yeah <laughs> I'm here with Chad Michael Money <laughs> <laughs> it'll happen oh gosh so yeah and maybe I don't think we'd be able to. Maybe one of the Cobra Kai people would we, be really cool. We can try, can't we? Who would you most want to speak to from Cobra Kai? Um, Miguel? Miguel, probably. What do you reckon they're getting paid to be here? I don't like they... know. I don't know how it works. I have no idea. It's crazy, isn't it? Maybe 10, 10 bags? I don't know. Genuinely no 20, idea. Some, 20 cause, bags? Because they'll get a percentage of the pictures and autographs and all of that, won't they? Whatever they sell. So, so that one, I guess the thing is, is it's, they don't have... There's a bit of a sell-by date with some of this stuff, isn't it? It's not like the Stranger Things... Keep, well, I don't know. Stranger Things is just going to be massive forever, isn't it? It's like so big. But they, you know, they could be doing Comic-Cons forever. But... Like someone like Mara Wilson, who was famous when she was a kid, this might be her only income. I mean, I'm sure it's not. I think she's written a book and stuff, but yeah, I think she, you know, I think she does write. I think she's written more than one book. But yes, definitely, it's a, it's a good. I think it's a good source of income for them if they've got yeah. you know big fans and big followers of like old films that she was in. If there's big like hardcore Mrs. Doubtfire fans out there that. You know, all Matilda yes. fans. And Matilda's massive at the moment, isn't it? There's a TV show um, mm-hmm. coming out about um, 
you know, Matilda is like a musical version, isn't it? But, and obviously we've got the musical at the West End and so on and so forth. So at the moment it's huge. My dad just went and saw Matilda the week before last and then he saw Wicked last weekend and saw Jeff Goldblum in the bathroom. There you go. Love it. So, so your yeah. dad loves musicals about people with magical powers. <laughs> yeah. that's, what you're te- that's what you're telling me. He was taking my sister's kids, um, to, and uh, so he did. He took two of them to, to see Matilda one weekend, and he took the older two to see Wicked the next weekend. Um, and uh, yeah, and he saw and he saw Jeff Goldblum. Nice. He just te- he just messaged in like our group WhatsApp. Just saw Jeff Goldblum in the bathroom, and I was like, "What? <laughs> like, tell me everything now." And then he didn't reply for like twelve hours. Like, you can't just drop. <laughs> he is busy and whatever, but come on, you can't just drop something like that and then not give any details, especially to someone like me that needs it. <laughs> He dropped a Goldblum bomb and then just fucked off. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. excellent. Well, just just before our uh, our first and only Raven comes on, I wanted to maybe bring this in as something new that we could add to our episodes, if you agree. Oh, God. Okay. I thought we could do what are we currently watching or mm. listening to or, like, just general... Here's what we're listening to, recommendations for people, for our Sh- listeners. Yeah, okay. So, what are you listening to, or what are you... You know, it could be music, podcasts, could be movies, TV shows, just them four things, really, I guess, or books. It's just like entertainment. What what entertainment are you currently watching, listening to, anything you'd recommend? Um. Well, I've got some podcasts that I listen to fairly regularly, but I don't think anyone that listens to this would have any interest in it believe it or not well that's here maybe they they will so i listen to a podcast called that peter crouch podcast which is about the ex-professional footballer peter crouch and he talks about life as a footballer um so that's one i also listen to the Fozcast, which is a, a podcast uh, by Ben Foster, who is an ex-professional footballer, <laughs> and there's talk, a theme. Talks about his experiences as a footballer and what happens in the day in the life. He also does one called on the same feed. Funny enough, uh, called the Football Fill In. Uh, so he has two podcasts on his one feed. So he's he's paid attention to what we're doing. <laughs> yeah. um, well, one thing that is quite good is I listen to, um, uh, and I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, but the Diary of a CEO. And uh, it's by Stephen Bartlett, who's on our version of Dragon's Den or Shark Tank, whatever they call it in America. Um, And I think there's Australian versions of the same thing as well. Um, But Stephen Bartlett is one of the like investors and stuff. He started his own social media companies or like marketing companies, sorry. And and he's, you know, very sort of clever guy, but he does a podcast with... Um, either CEOs or like celebrities and you know public figures and stuff and just talks about their experiences and and everything like that so uh, recent ones of his that I've listened to have been uh, Richard Osman from yeah does like pointless and tv and wrote oh, um, f f loves him yeah written some books his episode is really good uh, Christian Horner who's the um, uh, Red Bull uh, Formula One team principal uh, Maisie Williams from 
Game of Thrones. That was a hard one to listen to. She had a troubled childhood. Um, It was difficult going. Chris Kamara as well, the football commentator and ex-professional football player. Uh, Who else? Gary Neville as well. Um, The guy, the CEO from Five Guys, the, the burger chain. That was really good. That was a really good episode. So yeah, I listened to, to uh, loads of those. They're they're quite like nice long episodes. I say nice and long. They're about an hour and a half to two hours, depending on who they're talking to. And it's really good. And at the end, at the end of the podcast, he asks a question that was written by the previous guest, but he doesn't know what they've written until he reads it, and he doesn't tell them who the guest was. So nobody. Oh, that's that's a cool. Concept. So you don't know who's asked the question. You just know. So like he doesn't read them necessarily in. In, in the order that we think it's in. So there's always a question asked right at the end that's been written by another guest. So it's good. I, I enjoy it. Watching. I like that. Um, I started watching The Watchers, or The Watcher, sorry, on, on Netflix. Netflix. I would have finished it by now, but I'm watching it with my girlfriend. So we're watching it. Um, She's slowing you down. She's slowing me down. I would have finished it. I would have moved on and so on and so forth, but... Yeah, that's that's kind of it, really. I haven't sort of watched anything new. I'm reading a book on fake history still. I've been reading that for a while. Um, I haven't read it for ages, but I'm about halfway through. On like history, like famous historical things that aren't actually true. Yeah, sort of. So like it's general misconceptions of history, like like Winston Churchill being a, a great, wonderful, magnificent leader when actually mm. he wasn't, you know, to begin with, and he was a bit horrendous. It just so happens that he was the prime minister that won the Second World War, but actually a lot of the things he did were were crimes, basically, and horrendous. Um, I've heard that before, that he was, like, terrible. He was, like, a terrible person, terrible prime minister, but he was good at war. Yeah. Well, he wasn't good at war when he was um, sort of directly involved in it. It was when he was... Uh, I think he was some kind of admiralty or something like that. Um, but he, he in in the first world war, he basically got like thousands of people killed for no reason at all. Oh dear! <laughs> but you know, it happened a lot. Obviously, like seventeen yeah. million people died. So you know, yes, there you go. But yeah, that's that's me. What about you? <laughs> no, that's good. That's good. I've been. Uh... Can you call it reading books if they're audio books? Or do you just say I listen to an audio book? It's a common debate, isn't it? Is have I read it if I've listened to it? Um, I think technically no, you haven't read it. But if you're listening to it, it's that's fine. It doesn't matter. If, if you take it in... <laughs> no, but if you take in that information like that, then great. Because I, I, I was going to start um, doing audio books because I reckon I could smash through an audio book in no time. Um, <laughs> of course you could. Of course you could. You could and, go for a library in well, like a yeah. week. I'd probably be a bit more, like, learned then, but... <laughs> <laughs> so what you... What? Well, I, yeah, well, I've been... I've, I really like audio... I like specific books from audiobooks. I like biographies and memoirs mm. when it's read by the person because it's within their own voice. So, like, ones that I listened to, I think maybe it was last year or earlier this year, was Matthew McConaughey's Green Light, which oh, is so, <laughs> so... Oh, man. It's so good because it's in his own voice as well. But it's really great because it's about... 
you get green lights in life or you get red lights you know like traffic lights and it's about how can you change a red light into a green light oh. it's great i can't recommend it enough it's like i know loads of people have heard it i i forgot to tell you something like big news has come up i've been asked to do the audiobook for paul johansson's uh autobiography well and as like a goat like people will think it's paul johansson but actually it's you because he's scheduling conflicts right he has to film something so you get to step in can you do us an excerpt of what you've been doing yeah yeah um i might not be able to go word for word because um copyright you know, copyright licensing yeah, stuff like that you know yeah it's yeah, like yeah. you know tom hanks doesn't do the voice of the the woody dolls that's his brother you know Wait, is that true yeah yeah so when, whenever you get a woody toy and it goes, there's a snake in my boots. That's Tom Hanks's brother's voice because they sound really That's similar. That's crazy. That's yeah, crazy. Kind of like me and Paul. Not saying that we're brothers, but, you know. Basically, yeah. So um, can we have a bit? Yeah. It's like, and um, so I started on One Tree Hill in uh, 2003. Three. Yeah, three. And, three, Paul. Yeah. Uh, I played Dan Scott, the father of Nathan and Lucas Scott. And... Uh, Chad, Michael, uh, Money, and James Lafferty were my sons. Uh, it goes on like that, basically. So. It's Good. getting it's getting better. <laughs> Creepily, it's getting better and better and better. The more I work on it, the better it will get. That's all I say. Uh, just hours stood in front of a mirror, just practicing, 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 just for you. Just for your entertainment, yeah. really. It works. It entertains me to no <laughs> limit. I, I expect you... When we approach Chad, just go, Chad is me. I can't do it. That's why I won't recognize my jacket. (laughs) (laughs) Yes, excellent. Well, right. So that was not even the one. I I listened to that ages ago. I listened to Ralph Macchio, who is Daniel LaRusso and Cobra Kai and the Karate Kid. He just released a book that's called The Karate Kid and Me, Mm. waxing, Waxing On, I think. And it's all about his history and relationship to the karate kid franchise really interesting really good i'd recommend that and now i've just started it only came out yesterday had it on pre-order for ages and it just came out which is matthew perry's memoir uh which is crazy it's called let me just get it up because it's got a long title uh it's called friends lovers and the big terrible thing and it's mainly about his alcohol and drug addiction and about how he ne- he nearly died his colon exploded it's crazy it's like uh i'm only like two or three chapters in and like i'm gripped so uh yeah that's really good in terms of podcasts pod meets world of course i listen to i hear voices as well which is from will Friedle from boy meets world it's about voiceover actors and they have a voiceover actor on each episode and it's about how they got into voiceover and so it can be people done the voices of you know, like in hey arnold or the simpsons or the rugrats or all kinds of things so that's really cool and then things we've been watching gangs of london we've been watching that uh but it's like so violent like it's actually a bit off-putting um like this bit the other day was this gangster guy made this person that swallow like machine gun bullets oh. like bullets that were like massive and he's making them swallow the, just horrible shit so it's hard to watch you know it's a bit too gruesome 
Um, so yeah, I think that's it really. Nice. Um, yeah, yeah. So I don't know if I would recommend Gags of London, but I would recommend those books and those podcasts. Tempted to uh, go Audible, you know. Well, you got, you're on iPhone, aren't you? Yeah. yeah. Just use it. It's the books. There's a books app. You just use that. That's why I use. You don't need to bother with. You just buy the books you want. What do you pay for this? Does it, Nothing. Does it, you just it, pay. You just pay per book. Pay per book. Oh, okay. Yeah. So like the Matthew Perry book. I think it's like nine ninety nine. I think most of the books are like yeah, like ten pound. But then you own it and have it forever. So, like a real book, except it's Matthew Perry telling me his story. <laughs> True. Though I actually, if I love the book, I want to then buy the hard copy and put it on my shelf to be like. Cause I think when there's something about you've read a book, you've accomplished it, you get to put it on your shelf and forever be like, I beat that book. <laughs> I've read it, but I don't get that satisfaction because it's digital. So can I just buy the book and put it on the shelf and be like, well, I've heard it. Yes. Or is can, that pedantic? But it's just more money to someone. <laughs> Matthew Perry. Right. that's true that's true well that's where we're at and at this point you're probably thinking isn't this a one tree hill podcast well yes it is and this was a big episode to discuss we'll be discussing it with our raven who is ld to the motherfucking what (laughs) we say it in french well ldg in like a (laughs) in a french (laughs) accent yeah. LDG. <laughs> yes. I'm just kidding time. She's on in like 60 seconds. In a German accent. Um, Arbeit. LDG. <laughs> okay. In for Silla Black, in a Liverpool Silla Black type accent. Um, surprise, surprise. LDG. <laughs> That was a bit Stevie G. <laughs> Stevie G, LDG. Good. Okay, one more. We'll go Newcastle. And but, but instead of LDG, I want to go back to the motherfucking gangsters of right now. That's, oh, weird. That's, yeah. The motherfucking gangsters of right now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you ever think that we are the best? One Tree Hill podcast. Are you proud of our podcast? Do you ever think I'm? I'm our very podcast proud of our podcast. Very proud of our podcast. But I think the last hour, people will be thinking, "What the fuck have I just listened to?" This last hour, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what's What's the most proudest like episode of our podcast? Like movies, whatever. Like if someone would said to you, like a, someone from football, maybe not our football, but someone. That you bumped into and became friendly with was like, oh, you do a podcast. What one would you recommend them to listen to? Fight Club. You always say that it's because best of one. the stories at the beginning. But do, do you like how we covered the film? Or just it's just the stories at the start. Mostly the stories about us and <laughs> our families and the postman and all sorts. It's a good one. I enjoy it. I just like listen. I think it's funny. It is because it was it like it was all just random shit that we were talking about but yeah loved it fight club yours yeah 
Yeah, that's true. I like the more recent that that one's classic too. Obviously, the Smart House one is classic, but I think that's more just for you and I. But I like the more recent ones we did, like Titanic and Die Hard and Free Willy and Home Alone. I think them ones and the two Scream ones they're quite. I like those ones, um, but I also like our Ravens. And with that being said, it's time to unlock the doors. And welcome our first and only guest, LD to the motherfucking G is here. LDG, what's happening? Hey guys. Welcome. Ouch. How have you been? Good. Working away. (laughs) Yeah, we're going to need more than that. No one word answers here. I've been good. Um, it's getting darker earlier, which is just great. Is that your vibe? You like the, the winter New York vibes? Well, no, it's just because by the time I get home, it's like pitch black out. <laughs> yeah. Well, and soon you'll be doing your ultimate Raven debut with Dom. We're looking forward to that. From your lips to God's ears. <laughs> <laughs> so I did book you in originally for pretty much the whole time, but you're not available because you're going on holiday. Yes. Which is just so unacceptable. Selfish. So, so selfish. Rude. Just cruel. So selfish. Yeah. Yeah. But well, I've made a, I've made a pledge. I made a pledge and a promise that you get longer time than anyone. So you'll get like, a two-hour episode as everyone else is getting an hour sweet so we talk veronica mars for two hours fantastic if we can fill it <laughs> we probably can uh almost certainly almost certainly because yeah. i think we're doing the first three seasons right yes that is correct but we haven't talked any one tree hill yet either <laughs> so we need to talk about that what have you been doing for the past two hours? Oh, don't don't even get me started. I just Actually, said to why, Simon. Why do I even ask anymore? Like, I, I, I just said to Simon. I, I think people are going to be listening to our first hour and going, "What the fuck has just happened? What's what have you right. been doing? What are you talking about?" I wore a polo neck, and because of that, it just took it just distracted the whole first hour. Basically. <laughs> So, I've really so, thought some things. <laughs> we have interesting lives. Well, LDG, this is a big episode. There's lots to talk about here. Um, but Dom, of course, has his obligatory opening questions. I absolutely do. So I'll ask the questions, I'll give my answers, and then I'll ask you for your answers as well. My answers are related to the episode. Yours don't have to be, but they can only include characters that we've met up until this point so if you had to start a band with any of the main characters who would it be maximum of two i picked for this episode nathan and Haley. and what would your band name be <laughs> i called us we're a really indie band name uh, we're called couples therapy and if peyton was organizing uh, was your manager and organizing your rider what would be uh, your one demand at every gig and i asked for vases of water the glasses of water they had when they were in therapy on the table were huge. It was a vase. So I want a vase of water at every gig. That's what I'm going for. So, 
Simon, I'm going to come to you next. You're starting a band. Who's in it? Andy. Nice. Just Andy? And the therapist. Not Lily. Okay. And what would your <laughs> what would your band name be? I think it would be... Um, Yachts and Tissues. Oh, wow. And what would be on your rider? Um, yachts and Tissues. <laughs> yeah, a yacht and some tissues. Exactly that. <laughs> the Kleenex yacht is yours. Can Just quickly, uh, we have someone that's come an hour early because of the thing no do no, i let no, them no. in no. and we tell them that they no. can't be here they've got Who to go or do we message it's Gigi. so i was hoping she'd come on and right. say hello and then <laughs> hello. she could go right Gigi. i'm sorry to say this but we sent messages out it was on the it was on the patreon message it was in the discord you're not being let in okay i'll message her in the way there we go right. oh she left she left already she she figured okay. it out she heard Which means you. <laughs> that LD, LDG, that means GG isn't in the UK. We have narrowed it. She, she wouldn't have made that mistake if she was in the country we were in. <laughs> she would hopefully know the time. <laughs> right, anyway, LDG, all on you now. If you had to start a band uh, with a maximum of two, who would you start a band with? Um, I also picked Andy and the therapist. Oh, and what would your band name be? Fuck your problems. <laughs> That's good. That's better than mine. And what would be on the rider? Um, on the rider, a big bottle of wine. <laughs> nice. There you go. Why not? Why the hell not? I should have picked. Um, I should have picked. Lucas and Lily, and we would have called our band uh, Sister Cousin. Sister Cousin, yeah. Sister Cousin. Or Cousin Sister, because you want the cousin bit to be the focus before the sister part, right? No. You always say Cousins first, Sister sister Second. Sister Cousin. Cousin Sister. I don't, we'll alternate. We'll decide. I feel like Sister Cousin has like a better ring to it. I don't know. I'm thinking Sister Cousin. Yeah. I like it. <laughs> Great. Great. <laughs> Thanks, everyone. <laughs> For playing the game. Can this section have a name? No, and we'll change it in season six as well. Okay. <laughs> there, there you go. Dom's got so so brazen in season five, isn't he? He's just, you can't back him into a corner and ball gag him anymore. He just, he won't have it. He's standing up for himself. It's Too about damn time. <laughs> well, LDG, this episode is a good one. There's lots to talk about. You chose it as your one to cover. Is there any particular reason, any sentimental value or anything? Um, Honestly, it was just one of the ones that are free. But also I realized it was kind of a convenient episode for me to be on because of some of the subject matter. Oh, of course. Yeah, I didn't even piece that together. There you go. <laughs> well, well, shall we start with that? So do you want to start with the therapist session stuff? Sure. And let me just start by saying, finally, 
after so long, and I've been saying this forever, they finally went to, where'd they go? Where'd they go? Therapy. Therapy. (laughs) Oh, fucking time. Uh, Overdue. Massively overdue. And... Mm. <laughs> a lot of thoughts <laughs> was was the way this therapy is conducted uh good professional i mean you might not be a marriage therapist but you know yeah i did have my notes in my notes um marriage therapy isn't really my thing but i kind of like this lady oh she was good is it because she's british it's because she's British. I mean, sure, that helped. <laughs> makes it right. easier. It makes her sound more intelligent. Is that fair to say? Yeah. I, I, I think there's a certain aspect of credibility, isn't there? I reckon. I reckon we <laughs> could. I reckon when we go to Wilmington 2020, whatever, we just we put on a lab coat and yeah. walk into a hospital and just be like, "Hello, well, yeah, I'm your doctor," today. and just people will just believe it. I reckon. I think so. If I wear the polo neck, for sure. 100%. They might think you're French. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. No, there is... I, I'm pretty sure that I could be a doctor in America. I think that's how that works. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm pretty sure. You just come on. But LDG, if you came here, you'd just have to be a bin lady. Like, that's... <laughs> it's the opposite. It's the opposite effect. <laughs> so cruel (laughs) i'm joking i'm joking i'm joking i could never be a doctor but the uh the bin lady thing is (laughs) but the bin lady thing that's 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 right no i'm joking i don't know if you're qualified for bins it's actually quite (laughs) the sanitation is quite serious there's actually quite a lot of training involved so yeah I am more qualified to be in a hospital than either of you. (laughs) I think by the end of this, Simon will be in a hospital. (laughs) Uh, It really tickled me. Right, right. Hang on. So what do you think then as a from therapy? So for people that don't know, your background is within within this field, right? I don't want to speak for you, but that's right, right? Yes, I am a licensed mental health counselor in the state of New York. Um, yeah, I thought I thought she did a good good job. Um, she was very capable, and she had some good <laughs> ideas. Like be twenty two year olds. Yeah, because... that was my favorite part. Be your fucking age. Yeah, exactly. I I couldn't help but um, not enjoy Haley at all in this in in these moments. Oh, don't roll you. your eyes at me. Oh, okay, all right. You're rolling your eyes that at you, Haley. That's wait, good. that you didn't enjoy Haley. I didn't enjoy Haley. No, I couldn't stand Haley. Yeah, this. I thought she was a pain in the ass, and the fact that she was banging on about being a hardworking teaching mother, um, she's a load of old bollocks, if you ask me. Um, she she does minimal to no fucking teaching because she's always in the break room or skiving off for lunch and she palms her son off on a lunatic nanny 
and has absolutely no involvement in his life. So don't use that as an excuse for the fact that you've paid your husband no attention for the last six months. Yeah. And he takes the blame. The DMs. The DMs and the comments. Come at me, yeah? Go on. I dare you. He he takes it. He says, none of this is your fault. Yeah, all right. There's quite a large proportion of it is his fault. Some of it's her fault. It was interesting. It was interesting him saying, him basically owning up to the fact that he enjoyed the attention, and maybe it's because Haley does hasn't looked at him in that way. And then Haley retorting with like, you know, but you know, have my own life and this, that, and the other. And him saying, well, he hasn't been worthy of that look from her. Like I, I thought he was taking good accountability, which Nathan is always good at doing retrospectively after the fact he's good at owning up to his mistakes and making amends and, and learning from it I, I thought it was good but I did find Haley annoyed like a bit just like a wet weekend just taking herself so seriously yeah. and then when the therapist is saying and she was like oh what should I just swim naked in the swimming pool and she's like well yeah why not you're 22 like you're meant to this is you're meant to do stuff like this I think it was just great advice and felt it felt I mean I have I have experience of therapy uh in more recent years and that is kind of the approach that the person my therapist had in a way was kind of a bit I don't know what the word is it was kind of like real life experience just like yeah just do it just fucking get on with it you know like a bit like how if dom was a therapist i think you know that kind of attitude of like you you're you're human you make mistakes you you know you just gotta forgive yourself and move on like you know those kind of things so i liked it what did you think dom as on the whole therapy stuff i yeah i thought it was good i think i i was surprised because i thought this this was really it and this is re- we'd really come to the end of Nayley. Um so it, it was a surprise and it is good to see them trying to figure it out and work on it and finally get therapy like LDG said and um you know hopefully make them a stronger family unit and the therapist is you know pushing for a threesome <laughs> god 100% okay LDG thoughts yeah, I just, I appreciated her approach. She said to them what we've been saying this entire fucking season, which is be fucking 22. You're not 40. Yep. Stop acting like it. <laughs> like, I literally wrote in my notes, I'm with this therapist. Like, <laughs> she kind of took an approach that, like, she's like the PG version of me. Oh. Where I would have just been like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Chill. Are you allowed to swear at your patients, <laughs> clients, whatever you call them? Um, it's probably frowned upon. <laughs> it's frowned upon. I love that. It's frowned upon. We do it anyway. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the population I work with, a lot of the times, that's like what... I don't tell them to like get the fuck over it. I'm like, just what if we maybe thought of doing something a different way because this isn't fucking working right now? <laughs> Because the clientele that I have respond to that better. They don't like you sugarcoating things. They're kind of like, 
Tell me. <laughs> They're hardened New Yorkers. That's why. Yeah. yeah. Emphasis on hardened. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> They've been through shit. Well, and I think it shows... So the theme of the episode is that everybody is talking to someone, like an outlet for their troubles and, you know, all different things that are going on. And each scene pretty much is tied from the last scene with that connecting tissue of the last sentence to the first sentence. I can't think of any direct examples, but, you know, it's things like... Yeah, I'm just fishing for a compliment. And it would go to someone on a boat fishing with their rod going, look, I'm fishing. <laughs> like, I'm not... This is a terrible example. Forgive me, LDG, I'm very tired. But the... There, you know what a, I mean? It's, there was a writing one, wasn't there? Because someone said something about, oh, we, we need to write this or something like that. And then Brooke says, what are you writing? Right, it, right. It jumps into Brooke saying, what are you writing when she's talking to the... Um, adoption agency person right and it's like they it, it was continual which i like i think it's a good it becomes kind of synonymous with one tree hill to an extent dare i say they overuse it yes but it, <laughs> it is it is nice and the, the i think this episode was well written for i mean and we'll see if dom disputes this but i think it's clear that this is not a filler episode i'd say it's a healing episode to allow the characters to get over what's been happening and hopefully reset people the pieces on the chessboard in different starting positions perhaps what what do you think ldg like about the transitions (laughs) well just about the fact that you know they Right? Is it a filler episode, or it's a healing episode, or they're resetting things? I would say it is like a healing kind of resetting episode because we just had a lot of shit go down in the last episode, and you know, we got to figure out like what's next for Lucas. And Brooke just said, "I want to have a baby." What does that look like? Um, Nathan and Haley just had this traumatic thing happened when their kid was stolen but now that they have the kid back they have to focus on the problem that was it became the background problem for an episode but throughout this season it's been a thing and they finally need to address it so i think this episode is needed to kind of move those things along yeah agreed dom filler no filler no filler it's not a filler episode in my eyes it starts where we finished off in the last episode more or less um you know that was one thing as well that that um i was asked what's what where we're going to start who's going to be the the first person to speak or uh, so on and so forth i w- really wanted it to be andy and andy say something to dan but it turns out it's uh lucas nathan dan having a fight in their you know front yard sort of thing so um yeah, a bit strange, like Lucas running after him. What I have to say is at that exact moment when Dan turns around, like Paul Johansson's face is like, oh, he's he's running to me like he, he wants to talk to me. He wants to thank me. This is brilliant. What a moment. And then whack, he just smacks him in the face. And then it's like turns into a mini brawl, which is brilliant. And and actually, I have to credit Jamie, the, like the actor that plays Jamie, did a brilliant job running over to to Dan and, you know, the old 
love your grandpa sort of thing and kind of fixes the situation you know i guess dan's mm-hmm. still not in anyone's good books you, you know good graces but he saved jamie and jamie jamie now has this uh affinity towards him um so like a really good starting to the episode uh, i thought um like uh, and not filler it does continue the story we find out a little bit more uh, about kind of how everyone's feeling i can't remember what the passage of time is it's, it's been a like a few weeks is it one month it's a month okay so we've we've gone a month apart um and you know lucas is still pining over Lindsay. Peyton's still pining over Lucas um, and just, you know, Haley and Nathan pining over each other, really. Just all, all this, all this pining, so much pine. So much pine. So much pine. Much pine. Um, just pine everywhere. All the pine. But, all the pine. All but, the pine all the time. <laughs> it did, it did work. It, it wasn't, it wasn't filler because we hadn't gone and done something random like gone to a cabin in the woods and Pete Wentz has turned up and we've gone for a walk that actually ended up being three steps. Yeah. Yeah. Good, good point. Can, can I just add to back to the initial fight? So we understand why Lucas is punching Dan because his uncle, the rest of it. Why is Nathan punching Dan when Nathan visited Dan in prison had conversations, had given him a picture of Jamie, etc., etc., and then Dan did not take Jamie, rescued him, gave him back. What reason has Nathan got to punch Dan? Uh, I, I partly think there's an element of I need to go and help my brother. Um, also, at any point, Dan could have said, "I've just seen some random woman walk off with your kid." What could have given it? Maybe he doesn't have a phone yet. Maybe he doesn't have Nathan's number. He didn't even need three grand from his whatever he was parole officer or whatever. But he's got but a phone. It, but he probably doesn't have Nathan's number. So he could have just walked in and said something. He did. It's your kid. Later. <laughs> Too late. But I, I think it was more a Lucas is in trouble. I'm going to join in kind of thing. Shot his but, uncle too. Yeah. But Dan handled himself like a champ. Oh yeah, the man didn't didn't punch Nathan though, did he? Just push Nathan. I think he grabbed him by the head at one point and pushed him away. But His favorite he, he son wanted to smack Lucas up though, didn't he? Well, sometimes you, when you see something so beautiful, you just want to destroy it. <laughs> you know, Fight Club. You know, when the guy who really beats the shit out of uh, Jared Leto. Yeah. He's like, I wanted to break something so beautiful. <laughs> LDG, what do you, how do you feel about Dan trying to like pay the free grand to the his parole officer just to have a conversation with him? Quite sad, really. Yeah, that was that was a, like very sad moment. Um, but I mean, yeah, it's your parole officer, not your therapist, but. You can at least have a polite conversation with the guy. Would you have accepted the money? Me personally, no. You can tell us the truth in the chat. We know. It's being recorded. <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's not it's not the PO's job, but 
I'll give it to charity. <laughs> the charity yeah. of my pizza tonight. <laughs> That's an Gold leaf. Base. Gold leaf on that. Yeah. Barbecue base. <laughs> yeah. It was, it was sad seeing that. Like, we kind of forget. Like, I don't know if it's just me, but Dan become is become this underdog now. Mm. Like that, we're kind of rooting for him, and then we're kind of forgetting that he killed his brother in cold blood. You know, point blank range. Like, you know, it's an unforgivable act, really. But we're still rooting for him. Like, you can't help but want to root for Dan. I don't know whether that's just because we love Paul Johansson or just because. <laughs> We love his portrayal, but I think it's the underdog effect. Yeah, I, I totally agree. I, I genuinely think he's because he's hit his lowest point at life. You know, he tried to uh, kill himself in prison and it failed miserably. And he, you know, has lost all his family, lost any friends, lost all his connections. Um, kind of lost his power and status in life but it's kind of like hit the reset button hasn't it like on the character for whatever reason it's just kind of hit the reset button um, and makes us as an audience want him to succeed and do well um, and I, I I think yeah there's there's something about him where we actually want him to I, I want him to be good and I want him and Jamie to have the relationship it looks like they're going to have like he's you know our little secret building up to it threatens that kid un- completely unnecessarily but it's 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 a f- entertaining moment but i want that to continue i had in my notes threatening children <laughs> what was perfect my- perfect for dan isn't it it's, threatening it's so dan. children <laughs> a literal child <laughs> uh, ldg have you seen afterlife with ricky gervais no <laughs> have you seen it dom oh yes there's well firstly you should watch it ldg the um, the first season particularly is really good it's on netflix and it's about this isn't a spoiler this is you know the synopsis but it's about a guy that his wife dies uh quite suddenly um and it's about him and his life after her death and he was so in love with his wife it's about he's he doesn't care anymore about anything and he's thinking about suicide and all these kind of things but then it kind of, it's like a dark comedy but eventually it means that he can just behave however he wants to behave because who gives us who gives a shit my wife's dead and i don't care anymore and there's a bit where he has a, uh i think it's like is it his nephew it is his nephew yeah who's like a little kid that's out of school and he's talking so he's like a grown man talking to this kid his nephew through like the gate and saying, you know, you know, have a good day, this, that, and the other. And this other kid that's like a bully or something is like, get away from here, you paedophile or you pedo or something. And he turns around and says, well, if I was a pedo, I wouldn't be interested in you, you ugly shit, or like something like that. And then I think he threatens to like hit him with a hammer or something, doesn't he? <laughs> he calls him a tubby little ginger C word. S- yeah. Uh, and then yeah and then threatens him and then walks off it's brilliant uh it's 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 his nephew through marriage it's his wife's That's it. nephew yeah um it's brilliant. it's brilliant it's brilliant it's like that it was just that dan scott thing reminded me of it but it's like that moment times like a hundred 
but I, I really love that and that line of I better get away from here I don't want to look pervy <laughs> <You know>? <laughs> <laughs> what does pervy mean <laughs> never you mind it's classic it's classic well let's talk about uh, a harder part to watch which was the reveal that Peyton is uh, what's the word what's the word telling your heart not telling your heart pouring a heart out to uh, I've forgotten his name the record store owner what's his name the character name Max to Max the record store owner who is played by King Douchebag himself Mark Schwann and we were talking about on the watch along the horribleness of the fact that he's in it for one but even more how horrible or horrid it is that he wrote himself into a scene that is directly with Hilary Burton which from her account and all accounts I think is one of the people that was you know most harassed by him uh, so it just made it's another layer of just nastiness. Um, yeah, what what are your thoughts on this stuff, LDG? Fuck off, Schwan. Just get the fuck out. Just go. Stop writing yourself into your own fucking show. Like as a right. as a cameo with like one line, sure, but like he's making himself a goddamn character at this point. And to do that to her, it's ridiculous. He just needs to fuck off. <laughs> For sure. And we kind of said this before, Dom, in that it's because it's him, like, as in, you know for like filmmakers that we like, say like Quentin Tarantino, he often will have uh, give himself a small part, like in pulp not pulp fiction. Well yeah, in pulp fiction, but in uh, like Reservoir Dogs, you know, he's like one of the guys, but with less lines and whatever. And it's like we don't mind because we like Quentin Tarantino, you know, uh, for the most part. And if Spielberg was in, had a line in a film, we'd be like, oh, it's Spielberg because we're fans. But it's because I wonder what people's perceptions were of that, of that character before the the Me Too stuff came out. But what what do you think, Dom? Do you, do you think it's clouded because of those allegations, or would it have pissed you off anyway if you, he was written in prior to the allegations being exposed? Um, <laughs> would it have pissed me off? I don't think it would have pissed me off. I think people quite enjoy having the creators or you know of, of a show and the writers of a show in it at some point but not as a as a full character like LDG was saying. I, I think there's an element that it's quite enjoyable, like, oh, this is quite interesting because he's, you know, jumped in and has taken on this role. And I, I think people would have been excited by that at the time, like original release, before the news of, of him and his behaviour um, came out. Um, but also just stay behind the camera and stop fucking touching people and just get fucked. So... Yeah, it's it's difficult. It's difficult to judge because I've never known any different. Uh, I've not known any, any different with this show, and I've I've always known that he um, is a scumbag. So it's, it's difficult to watch because of knowing that. And I don't know whether it's just because that was in my head, but but Peyton's scenes were particularly leggy, and I've never mm. noticed that before. In in not necessarily as as much. So I didn't know whether that was a 
a thing or if I was just making something of it because he was in the episode with her. What do you guys well, think? This the same with the bat, the bat, the bat cave, and do you fight crime in a leather cat suit? You know, it just yeah. doesn't sit right. I get what you mean by leggy. It was a lot of her sitting on the desk, not sitting behind the desk. Hmm. Uh, like if she like was sitting she... behind the desk, it would hide it. So makes sense. It, it wouldn't be a problem. But then yeah. she, she she's on the desk, then she's standing in front of him. Then she's sitting next to him, and it, it's just quite a lot of shots of her legs. Is all I'm saying. And it just felt like this is. It kind of takes away from what she's talking about. She's talking about her mom, and her mom used to sing to her, and and how much she loved that. And it was like their little secret. She never told anyone. And she talks about how much she loves Lucas, and he's trying to advise her, and so on and so forth. And music, the the, the you know the music's taken off, and how. Um, Mia's career has taken off because of her and how wonderful that is and just all these nice elements but it almost feels a bit clouded because of everything that we know already and it just highlighted to me actually that that probably wasn't comfortable to do you know um, in in the outfit that she was given for the epi- for for the scenes in her, in the episode I mean she wore the same thing the whole episode so yeah I just wondered if that if anyone else had kind of noticed. I hadn't noticed it, but now that you say it, I'm like, light on. Oh, okay. Mm. That was a choice. I I might be overanalyzing it, but it it certainly felt like it was a choice. Yeah, I agree. I I didn't think of it at the time, but it makes sense looking back. And like he just sits still the whole time. He's just in the same position. Yeah. It doesn't uh, doesn't leave that that chair, but at least the music shop is is closed down and he's fucking off. So yeah, is is this going to be a moment where she takes over the store somehow? She like uh, maybe uses that premises as a a little studio. There's potential there. We'll find out. Um. <laughs> <laughs> we can't say. You know how it goes. <laughs> well, okay. Shall we move over to Brooke? And her adoption interview. Dom's got an expression on his face, but let's go to LGG first. Let's go. Let's save his rant. What what did you think? That was rough. Also, like, fuck that lady. (laughs) (laughs) And, like, yes, listen to Victoria, the woman who barely mothered her daughter. Yeah, that was a good punchline. Was would be it would have been great if someone interviewed my mum before she had me. That was such a great punchline. It, it to me, it's like like I I don't understand how someone could be bringing up things from when she was in high school and all these other things. Like, yeah, she's a human being that grew up and was a teenager and what do you expect like a a perfect existence it doesn't exist and if anything people that have had ups and downs are going to be more well balanced in some ways because they're experienced you know you sometimes need the experience to know what not to do or be around different people to get a better sense of who you are and a sense of reality it's like come on like you what do you what do you expect craziness craziness come on dom rant it 
unleashed take the ball gag out go for it let's go <laughs> i don't think i'm gonna necessarily rant but one thing i will say is this the, the all the scenes with, with, with brooke and 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 the, the lady opposite were good because whenever we have a situation like this in life where we're answering questions that result in um you know something something happening something potentially positive coming your way like an like a perfect like example is an interview job interview something like that and you want to say the right things but you worry that if you say something it's 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 the wrong thing and there was there was a lot of that in in this you know in these moments so anything Brooke said she then immediately thought shit is that the wrong thing to say and I've been in that situation before when I you know I've had interviews said something and I thought ah oh, crap maybe I shouldn't have brought that up but you know think these things either work out or they don't and I thought that was good that that came across really well however uh, like, and I totally understand the 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 want and the desire to become a parent but also from the other side of it to think that they would give a 22 year old girl a child to look after when she's not even grown herself you know there's i understand that she says that she's very advanced and developed and she she feels a lot older because she had to start her company and she's been at the forefront of that and that's been her life and so on and so forth so she she's mature for her age but she she hasn't always been like that she hasn't really lived and she's she's trying to find those moments now isn't she and 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 build on those connections and those relationships and she's she's not had the relationships with her parents and um it's it's something that she's working on with the the people in tree hill and her friends that she's you know back together with so i i just find it bizarre that she ever thought she was in with an opportunity and unfortunately the 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 kind of the things that she says at the end of that interview make me think the woman's going to walk away and think oh you know maybe there is something there maybe she is capable of being a parent and i think that would actually be wrong i think it would be better if she walked away and said yeah i have actually denied your application and think these are the reasons you need to kind of grow live your life and find a natural way of becoming a parent and if that's not an option then we'll look into this again you know it's not going to be too late you're not missing out yet so yeah that's my thoughts on it ldg any thoughts on dom's thoughts no, I do see what you're saying. It is kind of weird to think about giving a 22-year-old kid. Mm. Um, but I did like Brooke's whole speech at the end. Um, she made some good points. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, maybe she's a little young, but I know people younger <laughs> who had kids and well, made it work. Yeah. There's, I the thing is I get that as well because that that's one thing that I'd follow up on and say you know, people much younger have had children and have got themselves into a situation where you know it wasn't planned and they weren't expecting it and she feels like she's so ready but this is the state or you know whatever saying yes this child can be in your care and they have a responsibility to that kid and yeah. you think. Is is this the right thing to do? Would I would I give a child to a twenty two year old, however successful they may be? Definitely not. And that would be my ge- general assessment right now. So, <laughs> Simon, uh, I just I just love your energy. Um, <laughs> I, <laughs> no, I mean, 
the thing is we can only look from our own perspective and experience and like me at 22 23 24 25 26 no i wouldn't i wouldn't have been ready for a child but that being said i mean my parents had had me when not they not when they were 22 but not far from it and i have an older sibling you know so it's the but i think yeah i i wouldn't think she was ready and it would be more think yeah like what you said dom you've got more life to live yet and to experience and you also need a bit of freedom with this stuff like travel do things do different things and then settle down but it is a personal choice the thing that annoy that is annoying me about brooke is if I have to hear one more time about this fucking company, I started yeah. my company, and da, 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 I did this company, da, da, da. my mother's trying to take my company. Shut the fuck up. We get it. We get it. You started a company. It's a one in a million chance that my company was to see. Yes, we understand. But I'm that one in a million. Shut the fuck up. We get it. We get it. Close over bros. Yay. Yay. I'm over it. I don't want to hear about it anymore. Like, Jesus. Humble brag. I started a company. I know. Shut up. I'm Team Victoria. Like, yes, it's 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 grating. It's grating, and I think, like, I I started a a, a, not gonna say a company. I started a care service (laughs) in my late twenties, and obviously, not the same kind of uh success that she's got she's like a millionaire and famous and all the other stuff but it for a while there it was a talking point you know that people knew that i was doing it and people would ask me about it and whatever and i think things like this make me feel like i don't ever want to talk about it because i don't want to ever be perceived like this i don't ever want to (laughs) be i started a company it was one in a million chance no 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 like uh, i don't know we could go to different places with this but she's making (laughs) it sound as if like a one in a million chance oh god here we go is gonna be someone that has really come from nothing you know that someone that that didn't grow up in a mansion didn't grow up with money didn't grow up with privilege didn't grow up with you know didn't grow up speaking English as the first language in an English-speaking nation, all the rest of it, right? There's your one in a million chance. There's your success story. I want to hear about your company every single day because that is fucking awesome. No, Brooke, it wasn't one in a million. You, I'm just going to leave it there because it's just going to go <laughs> off. But I just don't want to hear about this company anymore. I'm done with it. I'm over it and clear your throat. <laughs> I guess I took my ball gag out. Wow, yeah. All the way out. <laughs> I mean, you're, you mean? Not, you're not wrong. She only needed to say it, like, once tops. Like, yeah, mentioning you have a company is good. It shows you're stable and can adapt and all that. But just once. Just once. Yeah. I'm, not like yeah, five times. You know, I'm financially stable. It's all good. Not... You know, hey, I'm fucking rich and I've got a company. Don't know if I mentioned it. Give me a kid. (laughs) (laughs) 
Uh, again, I can feel the comments coming, but they're just our opinions. But I did like the speech at the end. I like the sentiment and I like the whole thing of, well, don't listen to my mother. She was a shit parent and I know how to be a better parent because I can see the shortcomings from her. Like, I thought all of that sentiment was good. And I think this is where we really start dawning the fact that people adore Brooke as a character. And I think a lot of those characteristics and elements we're really starting to see where it's uh overcoming adversity being an independent person um etc 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 sticking up for people and i love all of those elements but i feel like maybe some of this stuff would be written a bit differently now i would like to think of like you know this because she is from yes she is from a life of privilege like yes okay her parents weren't around and weren't present i get it but she also she also did have a lot of privileges that a lot of people don't have so yeah i i just i i'm just concerned that the the speech at the end was enough to convince the the lady to to change her decision I I know like things like that happen in in these programs. She'll walk out that door and think, oh, you know what? She, you know, she put up a good fight. She wasn't going to give up. She, you know, it was willing to, you know, stand her own ground, I guess, uh, uh, and make a statement uh, about it, and and really do her best to 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 get this to get a child to to get a kid. But like, I mean, you look at Haley and Nathan's situation. So they had a child very young. Um, you know, when they were twenty, twenty-one, um, oh, when they were eighteen or whatever, right? Um, yeah. But unplanned, unexpected, these things happen. Again, you got to consider her age and the fact that you know the state or again whoever has to approve. You, you know, if you ever saw a bit of paper and you were reading it and you yeah, like you're reading the success of this person and it says they own their own company they earn this amount of money they have this in the bank they have this that and the other and you're like oh that's brilliant and then you saw the age and i know it's like a bit of age discrimination but you saw the age and it said 22 you'd go hang on a minute it's probably not right that we give a 22 year old a kid so but i i think i think the speech is great and again like exactly like you said simon we, it's in these moments that we really see why Brooke is loved and, and is a love, much loved character. Um, but yeah, I just I can't help but feel that it was it it worked and it was it was convincing enough to to give her a child. And I, I think that's going to add a strange dynamic to her. I, I don't know how she's going to change. We see her with Jamie at the end, and it's lovely and it's wonderful. Um, Jamie carrying his rabbit box with no rabbit in it. By the way, he says Chester's his best friend, but it's bollocks because you've lost him. Um, Nanny uh, Kerry got him. Yeah, probably. If I can't have Jamie, I'll have the rabbit. <laughs> I'll have the rabbit. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's just, uh, I can't help but feel that she is going to get a kid now. And it's just like, ooh. I, th- I think we need, we, if if that happens and they haven't like stuck to their guns sort of thing and be like, no, you're not going to have one because of the reasons we stated, then I, I think that'll be a bit of a shame. It kind of teaches her another life lesson. And just to like, persistence just keep going keep trying you know do something else you, you know find find a partner that you, you you know don't don't push for it but things have to happen organically or naturally you know you might find someone that you really love and enjoy spending time with and, and want to have a child with so 
try that way. If that doesn't work, then let's let's go down the adoption road again. But I feel like they're just going to drop a kid in her lap. You know, two episodes time, she'll be holding a baby. <laughs> you heard it here first. <laughs> I will. I will just. I will just back this point up with that. Uh, I'm a massive, massive uh, advocate. Is that the right word? Believer mm-hmm. in. Uh, supporter of of adoption literally if adoption didn't exist i wouldn't be alive make of that what you will i'm not going to go any further into it you know right dom right of course yeah yeah literally if adoption wasn't a thing i would not be alive so uh i i carry that forward and i hope one day to repay that like i would like to adopt uh for sure because it will, it's a bu- Dom, you, yes. You can adopt it's me. It's time. It's finally yes. time. It's happening. I get you for life. You're almost mature <laughs> enough to have a kid now. <laughs> yeah, 35. Is it when I'm 37? Is that the magic number? Yeah. <laughs> Two more years. Then you can have Dom. <laughs> then, you, then you've got me. Finally. Can, you, can, I, can I open you on Christmas Day? Yes. And a little note underneath it will say Dom's not just for Christmas. It's for life. Well, LDG, Lucas, our boy Lucas, what do you think? He's with Andy. They obviously didn't want to pay Moira Kelly for this episode. Uh, what do you reckon? <laughs> yeah, I was going to say Moira's not here because she costs too much and Kieran costs just enough. Um, <laughs> he was He was cheap enough to be in this episode. Um, it's just like it's only been a month I get it he thought he was really in love with her and they were going to get married yada, yada, yada. but you can't just like escape on a boat for like a month what about your job is the high school like where the fuck is our head coach where'd he go he's just on a boat <laughs> somewhere <laughs> <laughs> We gotta hope it's summer. Is it summer? I don't know. No. <laughs> yeah. Because Jamie's in it... show and tell. Yeah. Mm, yeah. But true. It's the school year. <laughs> well, Haley's not fucking working, is she? <laughs> when does she ever? Lazy when cow. does she? Ever? <laughs> but like, he is so mopey and just—he's a sad sack in this episode. Uh, most episodes <laughs> yeah but it's like extra here where I'm like oh my god Andy's great though I, oh, I love a beer Andy. I mean beers on the back of the boat the yacht and Andy was like basically saying it's not that we don't like you Lucas it's not that we don't like you but you gotta fucking go we've had enough of you you're so mopey we're, we're done we're done with you. You're kind of killing my vibe. And I'm kind what? of like that big pimping vibe, you know, bottles of Moe here, little private jet there, mm-hmm. you know, doing your mum on the jet. I'm doing her <laughs> on the yacht. I just, and you're getting in the way of that. <laughs> it's bad enough. We have Lily fucking floating around. And now we've got you. <laughs> if anything, can you take Lily out? Give me a few hours. You yeah, know, get <laughs> delivery in. Yeah, <laughs> good. Yeah, here's Mopey, and he eventually goes and sees 
Lindsay. So are we thinking, did he take the private jet? Did he take the PJ? Oh, did. definitely. Oh, yeah. 100%. I wrote in my notes, I still love Andy, even when he says he has a private jet. <laughs> I love he him is, especially. He is like, he's, Kieran's really good at that role where like you still like him even when he's like, yeah, got my plane. Where normally you'd be like, fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> He's just so likable. You're just like, yeah, you're on the plane. Cool. (laughs) It's because he's kind of doing it not in a braggy way. He's kind of like, it kind of tongue in cheek, but kind of being like, but you know, I can, you can just get there immediately. Like he's, he's offering it to him, you know, as like a, a gesture. It's not like him being like, I've got a private jet and you don't, you know? So, yeah. It's open to use. You can take it. Please take it. Just go. <laughs> Don't come back. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder what it's like playing like a, a multimillionaire. And then in, like when somebody says cut, you're like, oh, I haven't got any money. <laughs> oh, I don't have a plane. And this yacht isn't mine. Yeah. This belongs to someone else. Who this yacht isn't mine. <laughs> he, he said when he came on, oh... No, I can't say that yet. I was going to say, it. I think you might be able to listen to it soon. But uh, but no, you can't. Of course you can't. Um, but he said that he enjoyed this scene, these scenes on the boat, this episode and stuff. I remember him saying, and I remember him saying something like, they gave him a Motorola Razor to use. Maybe must it might be in a deleted scene if we, we didn't see it or something like that. And he said he remember thinking it was so cool because it had just come out and it was like, but of course Andy would have it because he's rich, you know, so, yeah. Did he keep it? I don't think so. I'd have kept it. Yeah. That's <laughs> Dom style. Well, I'm conscious that, that time's pushing on. So anything that we didn't get to and we, we can hit in the judgments. I don't think there's any massive... We got to all of the conversations, didn't we? I think yeah. so, yeah. So anything we missed, we'll go into more detail in the judgments. But before we get there, if... It's a big if and it really shouldn't be. But if you enjoyed this episode of the podcast... And how could you not? Then check us out. Support us. Ravenshoops.net. Why, Dom? Because basketballs go through hoops. The LDG, they also go through nets. Ravenshoops.net. Rate, review, subscribe. We'd appreciate that. LDG, who was your favorite performer of this episode? Mm. Um... Really wish you'd I actually thought <laughs> Sophia Bush did a really good job. Just the delivery of that speech at the end. Yeah. Good she was choice. very earnest. You believed she really wanted it. So, nice. yeah, Sophia Bush today. Nice. Dom? Uh, it was difficult for me to pick. It was between two. It was either Sophia Bush or Paul Johansson. Um, and I actually think I am going to go for Paul Johansson. I'll go for him. Just the the way he looked when Lucas is running down and he's like like elated and then he gets battered and then he's got a bit of an air of confidence about him with the parole officer. Then he's, you know, being quite sweet and kind to 
um, Jamie over the fence. And then when he sees Brooke collect Jamie, he looks a little bit heartbroken, like that can't be me that, you, you know, I can't, I can't come and pick him up. I'm not like accepted yet. So it's so many emotions and stuff and a, a array of uh, stuff coming from, from Paul Johansson in this episode. So yeah, big Paul. What about you, mate? Big Paul. Big uh, uh, I think I'm going to go with, after all that shit I just talked, I think I'm going to go with Sophia Bush because I think, <laughs> I think I'm not the character, the actress, because I thought she did a great performance and I thought she showed a lot of heart. And I, I can see the reasons why the fandom love her so much. And I can't lie and say that I don't also love and appreciate those elements too. LDG, what about your favorite character of the episode? I'm going to say Andy, just because, yeah. like I said, I, would lo- I just love how he's like, stop fucking moping and either like get over it or do something about it get off my boat <laughs> leave get off my boat fix your life fuck your problems yeah i like it wow. dumb so true i i sort of doubled up and i i went with dan i thought dan was brilliant in this episode um the, the redemption the comeback is gonna happen you'll be a living nanny before you know it <laughs> and what about yours Simon Nanny Danny I am going to go with one that you might not expect I'm going to say the therapist Ooh. she was my favourite character wow I loved Shout all of the <laughs> right I loved the whole it felt healing and I loved the whole well you are 22 so and the point where she said you're no longer trying to be the people that you had that you had fallen in love with or evolved versions of that you know when you follow your passions that is intrinsically who you are and i mean i'm i'm adding my own words here but i thought that it was a a really great point so yeah i'm gonna choose her nice what about your favorite background performer ldg one line or less Oh, there wasn't really a... Was there any background characters? I feel like it was all, like, a lot of one-on-one stuff. Um, Sorry, that's, like, one of the kids in Jamie's class. <laughs> watching him do show and tell. There's quite a few of them about. Dom? So I, I picked the teacher in the brown top at the back of Jamie's class. So when he says, uh, my nanny Carrie tried to dye my hair, whatever, and they both look at each other like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, I picked the, the, the one with the, the brown top on because she was like the most surprised. And then they go back to grinning happily about his little story about him and his best pal rabbit and uncle skills. Yeah, she tried to put stuff in my hair. Yeah. <laughs> That's great. What about, what about your favourite background performer? I, there was someone that walked past, you know, when Lucas and um, Andy, I was about to do a you then, Dom, and say Kieran, were uh, having like their beers. I'm guessing they were beers or cans of drink or whatever. On the back, there was someone that walks past the boat. And I was like, that's some good walking, my friend. Nice. Uh, LDG, what about your favorite line of the episode? Um, I think. 
just that whole line where Jamie's doing show and tell and he's like, my best friends are my aunt Brooke, my all skills. It was my nanny Carrie, but then she put weird stuff in my hair. (laughs) (laughs) And Chester. (laughs) That's right. It was just really cute. I like laughed and he was like, it was my nanny Carrie, but then she didn't like (laughs) put weird stuff in my hair. It's like the perfect way. Yeah, perfect way a kid would say that. Yeah. Dom? Uh, so I went with, uh, thank God the guy in the book didn't see a white Bronco or everyone would think I was in love with OJ. That's a great <laughs> line. Uh, I thought that was quite good. What about yours? That's a good one. And you laughed on the watch along about that one. I did. Um, it was it was funny. <laughs> I am going to say I liked um, Brooke's line of, she's uh, like the interviewer was like a, your sex life and just like no not currently not for lack of trying you know <laughs> I thought that was funny that was like one of the, like you were saying Dom where it didn't land properly that could have been a funny moment but it didn't you know uh, what, what about your favourite song LDG so my favourite I mean there are two songs I really love in this episode but I think my favorite for the purpose of the episode is uh, Push Your Head Towards the Air by Editors. It was the intro song and it made a comeback. Great. And Dom? Cool. Uh, I picked Let Me Breathe by The Hours, which was played near the end of the episode. That's what I went for. And you, Simon? Okay, Dom, think of a song from this episode in your head. Yeah. What is it? <laughs> it's Let Me Breathe by the Hours. Oh, that's the one. That's my choice. <laughs> Good choice, <laughs> man. Good choice. I like it. Well done. Thank you. Yeah, I put a lot of thought into that one. And last but not least is the Precious. Precious. Rating. Lauren, did you have a number in mind before we start? Sorry, LDG, did you have a Thank number you. in mind? before we we started this conversation yes did it increase decrease or stay the same it actually increased Ooh, dominic i had a number that stayed the same and you simon same had a number stayed the same i I think i don't think it's going to align with other people's (laughs) Bloody hell. Okay, we'll do them after three. One, two, three, nine. Seven. Oh, Oh, seven, eight, nine. We've gone seven. Dom with a seven. LDG with an eight. Me with a nine. So the question there is, Dom, can we meet at an eight? I I, I agree. Thinking, Thinking of it now, I would easily take a point off because Mark Schwann's in it. Um, for sure but I thought it was really good at like I I was never bored in the episode it's basically just dialogue apart from the, the fight scene at the beginning that that was fun I thought it interconnected the scenes really well I thought the acting performances were really good it felt cleansing it felt like we're finally treating the characters like they're 22 in some regards like that was mm. a big point of the episode it felt like we'd turned a corner for season 5 so I feel like it deserves a decent score. I 
Uh, do you know what? I think you've, I think I'm convinced already. Uh, I will go to an eight. I won't go any higher than an eight. I think it's an eight. You had if to you're... do that. Why do you have to ruin it all the time? You always do that. <laughs> you can't just make it a nice thing. I'll go to an eight. No, you have to stamp some authority. I'll go to an eight, but not a nine, because I'm still in control of my own choices and emotions, because my name is Dominic, and I'm a big boy now. Shut the and fuck up. And I have a company. Up. Yeah, <laughs> company. <laughs> I have a company. Call me Colonel now. Now. Colonel. Oh my God. Sorry, Colonel. <sighs> LDG, I'm name. so sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Respect the turtleneck. <laughs> it's a Ralphie and it's real. It's Very a Ralphie. Very okay. commanding. LDG, you're happy with the eight. Obviously, it was your score, so you win there. Sweet. Easy, easy money. So this one is in the record books. Dom's updating the spreadsheet as we speak. I just saw him type the eight. It's in the ever (laughs) done. Well, LDG, as always, we're so appreciative of your support, your friendship, your insight, your perspective, and... We're really looking forward to you coming across the pond and taking our bins out. It's, <laughs> and we're looking forward to coming over there and being doctors without doctors. any any qualifications or experience, just with our English accents. <laughs> Deal. Deal. Perfect. Perfect. Dom, say nice things. LDG, <laughs> as always, uh, one of the the best ravens that we have and always fun to talk to you. And thank you so much for joining us and being wonderful. Thank you. And so Good to, be to round it to round it off, LDG, Dom will perform for you in <laughs> accent, impression. He's taking dancing off. We're letting him have that. He will thank do you. anything with his voice that you like for ravens. What will it be? Mm. Um, I don't know. Do, do it in a. What did I do last time? I think I made you do a bad New York accent, and it was pretty bad. Um, I guess a North Carolina accent, so Southern. Oh, Lord! I have a feeling this is going to be very difficult for you. North Carolina Southern Go Southern Go Cowboy Do we Oh we don't want to be too Texas Do we What are we Yeehaw You know Ride him Cowboy Go with what feels right (laughs) Whatever feels right Well shit (laughs) Yeah Yeehaw Here we go y'all Oh yeah we're going to do Ravens on three. Y'all uh-huh. ready? Oh, yeah. We we got one. Uh-huh. We got two. Oh. I, I can't be a doctor with this voice. And we got three. <laughs> a raven. The ravens. <laughs> Excellent. Perfect.